You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. I am here today with Taya Bootcamp graduate and Taya Mastery participant, Matt Garden. Hi, Matt. Hey, David. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm very good. How are you? Um, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm really great. And Matt lives in Sydney, but right now you're, where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Hong Kong at the moment. Hong Kong at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So, and what time is it there? It is almost uh, 6.30 in the morning. 6.30 in the morning, uh, yeah. the day after work. Whatever. No, the day before. So I'm in the future. I'm in your future, David. In the future. Yeah. Tell me yeah. what the future looks like. Man, Saturday is amazing for you guys. Good. I'm glad I'm yeah. out on Saturday. Just, yeah. yeah. Make, everyone, make sure we everyone, stay Exactly. Exactly. Everyone keeps the vibe up. Lots of lovely things happen. There's a bit of magic in the afternoon. It's going to be a great day for you. Very good to know. <laughs> so let's get into talking about the Taya spiritual practice a little bit. We're doing a lot of yeah. these Taya talk uh, videos just to kind of really get people into understanding what it is. If you haven't heard of TIA before, it's TYA, it stands for Trusting Your Abundance. It's a spiritual practice that I developed in conjunction with the stream, the group of non-physical entities that I channel. And it, it's, a, it's a, a practice that I developed over a 10-year period to change every unwanted aspect of my life. And it worked. It changed everything that I wanted. It did not deliver a life of perfection because there's no such thing as that, and we're not here for that. But it absolutely allows me to manifest on every topic. And, and I have manifested money. I've manifested things. I've manifested improved health. I've manifested improved body. I've manifested relationships, better friendships. Uh, and the biggest thing though, is just the daily manifestation of source connection and joy. Because all of those other things that we talk about, you know, you want all of that stuff to enhance your life, but you can have a lot of nice things and not have joy in your life still. And so learning to manifest joy really is, to me, the most important component of the Taya practice is just having that, that source connection. So why don't you tell us a little bit now, you're, uh, you're out of boot camp for almost a year. Yeah. You're in mastery. So kind of just tell yeah. us what life looks like now with this practice for you. Look, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's amazing. I, I mean, first of all, it's amazing. Um, it, it, Every area of my life has improved significantly and some areas dramatically. Um, and it's, it, I think the thing that's amazing is, is as with any practice, the more you actually do the practice, the better you get at it and the faster the results come. You know, it's like, it's like the, the easiest way I can describe it is a year ago, I could only do one tire push up you know? And so, and it was hard and I was kind of struggling and I didn't know how it worked. And now I can crank out 20 of them without thinking about it. And so I'm, I'm much more proficient at, uh, at, at staying up my spiral, at, uh, at consciously manifesting things, at handling the challenges that come my way, at generally staying more upbeat and happy. Um, and, and that's a, that's a massively important skill to have that, that ability to stay generally happy, 
you know, um, I, I, uh, you know, I, I'm having the best relationship I've had with my kids. So I'm, I'm divorced and I have my kids half the time. Um, I'm up in Hong Kong this, this, this weekend for a couple of days because I've got some new clients up here that have, that have just taken off and, and my partner lives up here. So I'm up here seeing her. Um, you know, I, I fly around the world seeing, seeing amazing people and doing wonderful work. I've got a, a small agency that that's that's exploding um we're, we're on track to have our best quarter ever um work is kind of serendipitous serendipitously and uh and magically popping up um it's a, it's a very very powerful practice and you know we were talking earlier david that this week i had a friend of mine die suddenly uh and i was just shocked at how i reacted to you're <laughs> <laughs> At, at how I um, at how I reacted to his to his passing, um, it, it, it was I, I understood, I understand, and I believe now that uh, our souls are here for a very short period of time, and he's returned to his completed state, and he'll be back uh, as a different as a different manifestation of of, of physical. Um, yeah, I was so still up. Here, you know, we've had a few people. Um you know, have deaths happen while they're in boot camp or, or after they've started really the spiritual practice. And it does give you a very different perspective of life and death to people that are close to you and a very different perspective about everything that's going on on the planet. And it, it just lightens you up having that higher perspective of our very temporary existence here as a human being. It really change, It really shifts the way that you, you view the world. Absolutely. And that shift makes the world a better place for you. You know, I, I tend to look, we, uh, we, it's funny, I'm, I'm having conversations with my kids that I've never had before, you know, and I'm telling them, it's, instead of thinking about what's the worst that could happen, start thinking about what the best that could happen is, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, daddy, we'll do that. That'll be fun. And then they come back and, you know, my daughter just got into a public speaking competition. It's, she's, she's applied for four years in a row. She's always missed out. And this year she topped the grade. Um, it's just you're doing the same amount of effort. You're doing the same amount of effort in your life. You're just thinking and seeing and experiencing the glasses half full the whole time. And so it's a much nicer glass than when it's half empty. Does that make sense? That kind of analogy? Of course. Yeah, of course, because you, you, you are looking at everything from a higher perspective. There's no judgment. There's no wrong. You know, everything is happening the way that it should. Even the things that we don't agree with. Yeah. We understand how negative serves a purpose. And when you understand that negative serves a purpose, hearing about negative things that happen to other people doesn't have the same impact that it used to. And no. when you understand that negative serves a purpose in your life, you're not fearing your obstacles. So you're not manifesting as many of them because you're not sitting there worrying about your future obstacles. So you have fewer of them to begin with. And then the ones that do arrive and you still get obstacles you are able to meet them in joy because you understand that that's an opportunity for you to create something new, a solution, a, a, you know, a change that's going to, to solve this obstacle for you. That is your, your vehicle, the new creation. Yes. And that's absolutely expansion is to create something new. Yeah. So the Taya practice, we view all of our obstacles that way and, and it doesn't take you down the spiral now when an obstacle presents itself or it shouldn't. And then when it doesn't take you down the spiral, you're able to go up in, in high vibration and solve that problem so quickly that it's not even really a problem to begin with. 
Exactly. And I think that was, I mean, two things that you said there really resonated with me. The, the first is, you know, I understood through doing the, the practice of Thai and through, and through listening to, to, to some of your stream calls um, and also being part of the, the mastery group. The mastery group is, is, is magnificently powerful. Um, because it, you're you're with uh, other like-minded individuals that are, that, are, that are advanced in their practice, and you can just move much more quickly in, in discussion of things and in in sharing our successes. Um, <clears throat> but one of the things I really got about three or four months ago was that challenges and the solution to challenges are the process of universal creation, and that was really big for me. It was like, wow, okay, and and actually, what's happening is. It, Every time anyone follow, has a challenge and overcomes it, the universe grows. Right. Know, and, and, where he, and that's what the universe wants to do. It just wants to grow. Its sole purpose is to grow and to grow through experience and to grow through emotional experience. And that's the importance of staying up and down the spiral, right, is you, you want to you contribute to the universal growth through positive emotional experiences. Um, Very well and, said. That's exactly that's exactly right. Yeah, and, and when you start to embrace all of that and really get that from that level, that's why that's when life really changes. Oh, fundamentally, like fundamentally, it's like a light goes on, and then you kind of. It's not that you look forward to problems, and problems are still frustrating. Like I'm not sitting here happy, clappy. You know, um, th- th- there are still lots of challenges in my life, but I'm excited about meeting them and I'm excited to see what solutions are going to come, come out from them. Um, and as, as with any growth, you know, uh, there are new problems that present themselves. My business is growing. And so, so how am I managing those sorts of things? I've got more staff now. So how am I managing them? Um, I, I've got more time pressures. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working very long days, but, but I love it. And, and even at the times when I'm tired and disheartened, it's like, hang on, this is what you wished for. You know, he, here it is. Here right. is everything you wished for. So enjoy it and continue to watch it unfold. So in addition to just having the higher perspective of life, you know, so many people, it's funny, we were talking this morning, so many people get into this practice and they, they start focusing on joy and clarity first which is what we do because you can have all the abundance in the world, but if you're not in a state of joy and you're not clear and you're not connected to source, there's never going to be enough of whatever it is you think you need to be happy. And we so often think I'm going to be so happy once I have, you know, a million dollar income. I'm going to be so happy once I have the perfect house. I'm going to be so happy once I'm driving that new car or I have the perfect mate in my life. And the truth is if you're not happy first, none of those things are really going to make you happy. Hallelujah. And, and I lived that. You know, I, I lived a long time understanding the law of attraction, but not understanding it to the depth that I do now because I, I understood the law of attraction from a very early age and knew how to manifest money and material things. And from my childhood perspective, that was happiness. Having the big house and the fancy car and the nice clothes and the beautiful furniture and the trips and the good food and all that, that was, that was happy. Yeah. Happy was rich. And, you know, then I got rich and realized that, wait, this isn't so happy. You know, it's just was, more taxes. Yeah. It's just, just more stuff to, to worry about really. And I, I still like the nice things. I, you know, I'm, I always say, I'm not trying to tell somebody to, to, that material possessions are evil or money is evil. That's not true. 
but you can't expect it to make you happy if you're not happy first. The same thing goes for a relationship. You, know, you can't meet that perfect person that's going to make you happy if you're not happy first. Yeah. That's why yeah. relationships fail so often because we're depending on that other person for our own happiness and they can't deliver that to us. They can't. We have to do it ourselves. And you're not going to be vibrationally matched to someone that really loves you and wants the best for you if you don't feel that way about yourself. Absolutely. And I think that's another thing, you know, a lot of us grow up being told that money is bad, wealth is bad, you know, oh, you know, that person driving all evil. Exactly. Exactly. That person in a BMW must be a drug dealer, you know? Yeah. Well, it's all the stuff that people who are jealous say about people that have money because it's so much easier to dismiss it is, is not a good thing than to actually try to manifest it. Well, it's not that hard to manifest it, but people make it very hard to Exactly. And I still, you know, I, mean, I fly business class now and, and, um, and I love it and it's very nice and I'm, and I'm very lucky to be able to do that. Um, but I still feel guilty at times. And I'm like, hang on, check yourself. You know, it's okay to have nice stuff. It's okay to enjoy yourself. We are here to have a rich, full, complete life experience. Absolutely. And you know, the stream has said that anything that we look upon and appreciation, any man-made creation, especially that we look upon our appreciation, that thing is a, is a physical expression of source. So if a Rolls Royce is a physical expression of source and we want it, there's no reason that we can't have it. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with wanting it. Expecting you know, a Rolls Royce to, to, to soothe your disconnection from source is never going to work. But if you are happy and you're connected and you're up your spiral and you're loving yourself and you choose to manifest a Rolls Royce, it's going to be a very satisfying experience to have, have this thing that is a physical manifestation of source. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and physical yeah. manifestation of, sorry, a, a physical manifestation of source that you created. Right. Well, it's funny because we were, we were talking on one of the group calls and somebody said something about they don't manifest. And I said, well, wait a minute. Of course you manifest. You manifest everything that's in your life is your manifestation. Everything that's happening, good and bad and otherwise, is your manifestation. You're just not manifesting intentionally. You're not manifesting a lot of the things that you want. So you you think you can't manifest, but you do manifest. And when you accept that everything that's coming is your manifestation based on your vibration, you realize, wow, all I need to do is shift my vibration, shift my focus to manifest different things. 100%. You know, I've been very good at manifesting on all topics, but I'm still not where I want to be on all topics, certainly. You know, I I live in a very nice home, but I want a nicer home. You know, I want a nicer car. I want more travel. I want, you know, instead of flying first class, I want a private jet. So there's more things that I want, material things that I haven't yet manifested. I want more close friendships with people that I resonate with. You know, that's something that I I really, again, a, a large part of my life, I sort of didn't value that. And now that I'm getting older, I really value my close friendships, you people that mm-hmm. I can just talk to about anything, anytime we have a connection and you know, the people that I resonate with that we, that we kind of click, that we have you know, some sort of a connection going. That's very valuable to me now. It wasn't before. Now more than ever, I really value that. And I want to manifest more of that. Um, you know, and I wanted to manifest a relationship and now I've manifested this relationship, this romantic relationship. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Better than anything that I've ever experienced before. But unexpected, right? And very unexpected and, and came about in a very unexpected way. 
And, you know, I told everybody on this call that, you know, we are always manifesting all the time, all day. Everything that's coming into our lives is our manifestation. So the mm-hmm. key is to look at that and say, okay, this is my vibe. My current vibe is this, and this is what my life is. So if there's not enough money flowing in, that's your current vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the way you're going to yeah, change yeah. that is to break the cycle, to break that cycle of, and we all do this. We all do it. Responding yeah. to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration. You, you can't react to that. So when the evidence of not enough money comes around, you've got to break the cycle by not feeling not enough money, regardless of what the bank yeah. balance is. You, you've got to feel wealthy. And, yeah. you know, even if you've got day after day after day after day of not enough money, you can't vibe that. You know, you've got to feel wealthy, 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 wealthy. It doesn't matter what this current evidence is. The only way I'm going to break the cycle is if I tune to wealth. The universe is sending me dollars all the time. Man, let me talk to you about cash flow. You know, it's it's hard needing to pay people at the end of the month and needing money to come in on time. Um, And so, you know, I, I can absolutely relate to that. I've st- in fact, I've stopped looking at the business bank balance because it was it was it was too stressful. Yeah. So now, but what I what I have started doing is trusting that stuff will be there when I need it, and I put my energy into continuing to create, continuing to put systems in place for that money to arrive. Um, and it, and it's hard. It, it it is really hard when you are presented with evidence that is not what you want and you start doing this work. Yeah. Well, it's hard at first, but it gets easier as you go because the thing I have to remember, and this is, this is kind of where I'm in my life. I manifest all the things that I want and need with ease. Always. The cash flow to back it up is not consistent for me. Yeah. It can be inconsistent because I focus more on the stuff. I focus on, I have this nice house. I have a nice car to drive. And it's kind of trusting the, it is really trusting the universe that I'm always going to have everything I need and it's always fine. But yeah. from a 3D perspective, when, the, when my cash flow starts to run out, I'm realizing, wow, I'm focusing my attention on the stuff, not on the money. And that's why the stream has said, you know, maybe we should have sort of a hierarchy of what we focus on and it should start out with health. Mm. Because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. You have all the money in the world. And if you're not healthy, your quality of life is very poor and can be cut short. Steve Jobs yeah. is a great example of that. Yeah. And was beloved by, you know, billions of people, super wealthy, very successful, very accomplished, very focused on health, the lack of, and died at 54. Mm-hmm. You know, no mm-hmm. amount of money kept him from having that experience because his vibration was very much of one that was fearing death. Yeah. I've read enough biographies about him to know that he was a health fanatic but his health fanaticism was very much rooted in not wanting to die. Yeah. Yeah. Rooted in fear instead of, yeah, he manifested exactly what he didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a good example. And you know, my life is a good example too of I've got everything that I need all the time. You know, I always say the universe pampers me and it does, but the cash flow, I I need to do better with manifesting the the generous cash flow. I just don't think about money that much, but you, you also don't want to hammer at it. So I've got to be more general about the universe is sending me cash all the time. I've got money all the time. I don't have to worry about it. I've got to be in that vibration. And that's my work right now is to tune that because the, you know, the nice house, the nice car, the dinner's out, the great clothes, I have all that. Yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of people, if you want 
evidence of how this stuff really works. So many people live just enough. The paycheck runs out right at the end of the month and then they start all over again. Yeah. And no matter what they do, how much money they make, you know, you get a big raise, get a big bonus, suddenly boom, it's sucked right out of your hands. Yeah. You're back to just enough. That is your vibration. You are in that just enough vibration. You believe that you're going to have a roof over your head. And you're going to have a car to drive. You're going to have food to eat. You're going to have a job to go to. You have clothes to wear. You're going to have the things that you need to feed your family. Just enough. You believe that you're going to have all of that. So the money flows to allow you to do that. But mm. as soon as you have all that, the money stops. Yeah. And that's yeah. why you're living paycheck to paycheck and just enough yeah. in those scenarios. That's proof right there that all the fraction is real. And no yeah. matter how much money you make, you get a bonus or a raise, you're right back in the same situation as you were before. That's showing you that that is what your vibration is. And the only <laughs> way you can break that cycle is by stop reacting to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration. You, you've got to get a new channel going of more money's flowing in, money is generous, there's always plenty of money. And, and then some to do everything that I want and be that general about it and, and don't worry about where it's coming from and how it's going to be. Because if you start worrying about that, you are creating static in your vibe and you're, you're going to slow or even halt that thing that you really want. hundred percent. You're, you're, you're focusing on the money running out by the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if you're stressed. Yeah. If you're stressed about money, you are chasing it right away. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was really interesting. Uh, the, my plane was delayed yesterday. And so I was wandering around the airport and it's full of like expensive stuff and fancy stuff. And I was feeling very good about myself. I was feeling very wealthy in, in, in my life, in my health, um, even in, in the passing of, of this friend that, that we can talk about in a little bit. Um, and I didn't want anything. I was wandering around looking at it. I could appreciate that it was beautiful. I could um, see that the stuff was there. Uh, it just wasn't calling me. Whereas traditionally in the, in the past, I'm always like, oh, I'll get something or I'll get a little something. And it's kind of like a dopamine hit to kind of satisfy yourself. Whereas when you start to be up the spiral and when you start to really love yourself for the moment that you're in, you need you need much less material um, stuff, you know, and, and you can start to focus your attention on the type of wealth that you want. You know, it's, it's exactly as you said, health, obviously, 100% number one. Family, um, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was, if we're, if we're talking about detuning and things, one, one of the practices of Tyre is to untune and think differently about the things in your life that cause you um, um, grief or frustration or have, have upset you in the past. Um, and David, I, I remember one of the things you said early on was like, I need to detune my kids. You know, I was very much in the state of, oh, these kids are hard work. You know, I'm never organized for them. Um, and so that was my experience of them. You know, the, these amazing creatures that just wanted love. I saw them as a, as a, as a task list. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was very, I remember that. So it was very obvious that you weren't appreciating them. And if you don't appreciate them, they're going to deliver more evidence of things not to appreciate. That's true for everyone, not just your children, your coworkers, your friends, your, your, you know, extended family, whomever, you know, you've got to find appreciation for anything that's a transgressor. And you find your path to appreciation. And some people will say, you know, how can I appreciate cancer? How can I appreciate being abused as a child? 
And now I have this wonderful example of Falana who's going through boot camp mm-hmm. about to graduate. Falana is looking for appreciation of her son's murder. And not only that, she's looking to appreciate the murderer. That's pretty damn powerful when a woman whose son was tragically murdered five years ago is understanding that her path to freedom and joy and clarity and loving herself and, and, and being up her spiral and connecting with her son in his now state is through appreciating every aspect of him, including his departure from planet Earth, which was his murder at age 23. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that knocks me on my ass when I saw that testimonial. That was just like, wow. Yeah, she gets it. You know, she's worked the other way. She's worked the way humanity teaches for five years. Hate the murderer. You need justice. This is the worst thing that ever happened. This is so tragic. He was taken from you. It's not fair. Well, how in the hell is any of that serving her now? Mm-hmm. Our future? It's not. It's making her a victim. It's focusing on the victimhood of her son. When in reality, she understands now that was her son's path. And, you know, does she want that to be? No, of course not. Is she ever going to, you know, say, wow, it was the best thing that ever happened? Probably not. But finding that appreciation from that high level that that was her son's life path to come here, accomplish everything that he accomplished. He accomplished a lot in his 23 years. I know he was fluent in Japanese. He had a couple of college degrees. He did not grow up in an affluent situation at all. And you know, pulled himself out of all of that and educated himself and, and had all of these skills and these, these you know, I, I was at his service and it was just these amazing stories about what a great guy he was. Mm. And a lot of times you see that, you know, you see these children that die of cancer really young or are these people whose lives are cut short, but they live so much in that little bit of time. And you realize that that was a soul consciousness projecting itself into a risky situation to have overcome great obstacles yeah, yeah. and to have a, a unique human experience. And we're not all intending to come here and live to be 80 or 90 or hundred years old. Mm. And, and in his case, this was his path. It wasn't predetermined, but it was definitely something that from a soul consciousness perspective, he was an old soul that wanted to come here, have this high contrast life and his early departure in our opinion at 23 was just part of that. And yeah. she gets that now. Yeah, that's yeah. That that was unbelievable. Like to be able to to detune that, to be able to un- uncouple all those emotions that she had about that very, very, very big experience. Um, one of the things that really struck me about her t- testimonial it was she said, "You know, some people take medicine every day. I take tire every day." Yeah, and I when think you do these things you don't have to numb yourself. Yeah, you know if you. View the world from the highest perspective. So you understand everything that's going on. You understand that you create your bubble of reality. So whoever your politician is that you don't like, it doesn't matter. They don't affect your life unless you allow them to affect your life. Yeah. And, and understanding that we're not here to hold others away from their contrast. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You see people trying to do that all the time. I'm going to save this person. I'm going to save this group. We've got to help out this group. There's nothing wrong with wanting to help. But at the same time, understanding that you're not looking at their life through their perspective, you're looking at it through yours. And trying to save people from their contrast is is futile because they're here for their contrast. We all are. And, And trying to hold somebody away from their contrast is never going to work because we're all here as independent strands of soul consciousness. We're all here vibrating and aligning 
and, and having our experience. And, you know, it's not our place to judge anyone else's experience as right or wrong or what they should or shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and that's the other thing is that, that, that I've understood is that source doesn't care. The universe does not care what you want. It will give you anything you want. You want an awful experience? Bang, you got it. You want a great experience? Bang, you got it. Yeah, the universe There's- isn't judging at all. Or, 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 and the universe isn't there to be benevolent. Yeah. You know, just like source isn't there to be benevolent. We think, gosh, if I get low enough, if I really go down my spiral, source loves me. So source is going to come in and scoop me up and pick me up and take me up my spiral. It doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. it's pure love, but we're an attraction-based universe. So if you're not feeling pure love, you are disconnected from source. The only way you're going to get connected is to love yourself through appreciation, through gratitude, through all of those positive things. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And I think, you know, something that was interesting that you said yesterday on, on the spirituality gone wild podcast, uh, which, which is great. Like the, 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 the clarity that's coming through on those is, is, is amazing. Source is positive energy. So they can't reach us when we're down in negative. They just can't, they can't come in, right. you know? And so our job is to come up, up to at least neutral so that they can come in and connect with us. But you can't if you're if you're and your yeah your work is to get back up that spiral and um and get to a place of neutrality and from there you can start to raise yourself. Yeah. Um, well, and it, you know you don't want to reach out. This is why we say don't board the thought train when you're down the spiral. Yeah. The last yeah. thing you want to do is when you're down in negative emotion to board the thought train or to reach out into the energetic realm for help. Because yeah. if you're down a negative, you're going to connect with negative energy. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's never going to be a good thing. So that's why you've got to raise your vibration first yeah. through appreciation, through self-love, through um, you know, just, just counting your blessing, blessings and, and through showing gratitude for everything in your life. Those are all very positive things. And when you yeah. get all of that going, you're going up your spiral. You're getting to a more positive place. Exactly. hundred percent. I mean, I find, you know, putting on some of your favorite music really helps anything to get you to feel. Um, and, and I guess we should explain up the spiral, down the spiral, positive, negative, you know, down the spiral means you feel shitty. You're, you're frustrated. You're angry. You're depressed. You're scared. Any of those negative emotions are down the spiral. Neutral is hmm, okay. Meh. Good. Um, and then positive is grateful, happy, laughter, uh, feeling light, um, f- feeling excited, um, feeling, feeling, feeling adventurous, um, feeling a sense of wonder, feeling a sense of awe, all those amazing, like go down to a, go down to a park and look at kids. They're up, little kids running around are up their spiral, right? One million percent. Yeah. Well, they you know, we're over- born naturally to be up our spiral. And then life comes along and starts, you know, training us to be down, to live yeah. in fear. Yeah. Here's a big one. Oh, fear, fear, fear. We're going to teach you fear because fear is the easiest way to control you is through fear. So what do we do? We teach them religion. Yeah. You follow these rules, you get to go to heaven. If you don't, you're going to go to hell, depending on what religion you're in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Santa Claus, you know, that's a big one that we teach little kids. You know, Santa, if, you're, if you act right. Naughty or nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Santa Claus is going to bring you everything that you want, but if you don't, you're not going to get anything. So it's all this consequence yeah. rooted in fear that we are trained from day one. And all of that stuff starts to really take root in us. And, and, and we learn to be very motivated by fear, but it doesn't have to be because the fear is not a positive motivation. Absolutely. And, and it doesn't absolutely. serve us really in any way. Yeah, so true. And the irony is, look at everyone we, we idolize. You know, do you think Steve Jobs lived a life of fear? Do you think um, Elon Musk did? Do you think um, Malia does? Do you think, you know, Obama did? Do you think feeds. Trump does? Course, you know, Steve Jobs only feared his health and, and, and that yeah. was fear of death. And then you saw the outcome of that. Mm. Yeah, these, these leaders that you're describing are fearless. Mm. You know, they'll, they'll make a billion dollars. and They'll turn right around and sink a billion dollars into some crazy idea. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, they know they're going to manifest a billion dollars again. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of ironic that you, you're, you're playing by the rules and aspiring and hoping to be like somebody who doesn't play by your rules. Right. You know? Yeah. You, I mean, th- th- you, those are examples of people who don't play by the rules at all. They, didn't, they, they said, screw what society is teaching me. Yeah. I'm going to go out and do my own thing. And then we celebrate them. Yet the majority of the people go right back into living their sheepish, fear-based existence of marching through life the way they're told to march through life. They, they aren't questioning anything. Yeah, yeah. I question everything. I, I had a post on Facebook this morning, and I said, you know, I think one of the greatest gifts about me being gay, and I knew I was gay when I was a little kid. Age six, I knew I was a gay kid. I knew what I was attracted to when I was six years old. And when you're different than the world tells you you're supposed to be, it makes you question everything. If, yeah. if you're different, realize what a gift it is that you have to question everything because, you know, when the world tells you you're supposed to be this way and you're not that way, no matter what you do, sooner or later, you have to reconcile that what else is bullshit that I've been taught? Yeah. Oh, yeah. everything. <laughs> everything is, oh, my God. You know, I got kicked out of Sunday school because I'm like, this Bible thing just doesn't add up for me. What's going on yeah. here? Where are the dinosaurs and all this stuff? And yeah. you know, I got in trouble in the fourth grade in Sunday school and was asked not to return. Yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't reconcile that in school. They're telling us about dinosaurs and the Bible is, you know, I, I remember there was some rift in all of that. And I started questioning too much. And their, their answer was don't come back. You and look at you now. Look at you now. Tapped in to the source that creates universes. Yeah, well, and I, at some level I was then too, I think. And that's why, that's what, you know, guided. Should have stayed in Sunday school, David. You should have stayed in Sunday school. So glad I got out of all that because I, <laughs> and there was value in my church experience as a kid. I got a little older in, in the youth group and stuff. There was, there was positive there. There's contrast on every topic. So, mm-hmm. you know, the stream has said they're not going to guide anyone toward or away from religion. That's up to you to decide. Yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's important to understand that religions are human creation that are, are rooted in, in spirituality sometimes, but spirituality is not this complex thing that we make it to be. Even spirituality really has turned into religion. Yeah, exactly. So I was on a, a group call uh, in this business group that I was in a couple of years ago uh, when I first started doing what I do now for a living. And the, the husband of the leader said, well, you're all spiritual people, so I'm sure none of you watch television. And I remember thinking, who the hell are you to tell me whether I can, you know, the irony is I really don't watch television. I haven't in years, but still, who are you to tell me that I can't watch television because I'm a spiritual person? What is that? You know, I don't watch TV because I live in Palm Springs. There's tons of things to do every night here that are more fun than watching TV. What's wrong with watching television? There's no right or wrong. The universe doesn't have these, you know, the energetic realm source does not have all these stupid rules for us. 
that, that we tie back to religion, all this morality and how you're supposed to behave and who you're supposed to be with and all of the, you know, how you're supposed to dress. Yeah, exactly. Talk, that's all human creation. Source could care less. We are here on our own. We are here to enjoy this physical environment. We are here to discern our preferences and manifest our desires and overcome. Yeah, absolutely. And that is it. That is exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and I think, sorry, I'm just having some technical issues here. Um, uh, that's it. And look, you know, once you start going down this rabbit hole and, and just realize that, that we live in, in, a, in a physically manifested world, but we are very much energy and we have very much uh, emotional energy. Um, you, you, you have less time for TV anyway because it doesn't stimulate you. You don't need to numb yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, but I still, there are things that I like watching sometimes that are just entertaining. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And, you know, I, I talk about, uh, you know, sexual activity very openly. And, you know, the, the, there's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. There's no yeah. judgment from source. Now, there's certainly scenarios in life where when we start, like you say, numbing ourselves with anything, yeah. drugs, food, sex, television, it doesn't matter what it is, when you're doing a whole lot of something to, to distract yourself and numb yourself, well, that's because you don't have the source connection flowing. Exactly. You have the source connection flowing, all of those things are available and all of those things are very enjoyable when you're partaking in them from an up the spiral source connection self-love point of view food is good yeah. sex is good human interaction is good it's all great you, you can manifest yeah. amazing experience after amazing experience if you stay up your spiral and set positive intention for your life to unfold that way exactly exactly and i think we should say you know um we're not if, if you want to have a quiet life and go home nine to five and have a stable job and save you know 10% in your 401k, that's totally fine. Right. Like that is absolutely totally fine. You can do that. Now, sometimes I envy those people. Um, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I lived that life for a while and I, my family very much lives up. My father, stepmother, my yeah. sister, and my brother are all like that. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they you know, they all live in houses that are paid off. Yeah, you know, worked at the same company for years. They all worked yeah. at the same job for thirty plus years. All of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, four hundred one k. Yeah, all of that stuff. And my life, to me, has and they they listen to me talk about my life. I'm like, wow, you know, that's just quite an adventure. Yeah, you know, yeah. That I, I have bounced around and moved from city to city and changed jobs and changed homes. Yeah, and and been blown through money and and and, and manifested it all back again. Blown yeah. through it again. And, you know, been married a couple of times and, and I changed my life. You know, I've changed my appearance. I've changed my health. I've changed everything about my life over the years. And it's just been this exciting adventure. And, and there's a lot less security in it. But I don't need security. I don't want security. Security bores the hell out of me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But how much, how much more fun is it, right? How much more right? fun is, is the, is the not knowing what's going to happen? Yeah. I'm having a blast. I love my life every day. I thought about that. I was just pumping gas yesterday. I thought, wow, my life is so amazing that, you know, here I am at 51. I'm living in this, this place I thought I was going to have to retire in because, you know, you, there's nothing really to do here for a living. I love it here. I never thought I would be able to move here this early. Most people here, you know, move here when they're 65, 70 years old. Exactly. And I love it here. It's so much well, fun. You're nearly that age. Place. Yeah. 
And, <laughs> you know, here I am in my shorts and my polo shirt, sticking, yeah. putting gas in my car, running errands, yeah. doing what I want, just having a nice little relaxing day yeah. instead of, you know, in some work situation that I hate, yeah. you know, and sitting in traffic and, and answering yeah. emails and, and dealing yeah. with jar and all these things I used to do in my daily life that I, I was miserable for years yeah. Yeah. before yeah. I allowed and, myself to just get out of that. And then yeah. here I am still, you know, I, I, I'm thriving in a situation where I'm not doing any of the things that society tells you to do yeah. to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not right, but you are doing, Doing stuff and you are, you know, I'm pumping gas and being grateful for pumping gas. I, yeah, I'm doing the vibrational stuff to be successful. And I, and in some level, I always did, but there was still that component that I tied it to certain things. Like I knew I could make a lot of money, but I thought I had to have this job to make a lot of money. And yeah. that was silly of me to see fear based for so many years. It was fear based. And I was afraid to jump out of the airplane and not have the regular paycheck. Yeah. But then yeah. when I did, you know, that's coming up on two years now since I did that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I have a nice house to live in. I have a nice car to drive. I have food to eat. I have all the things that I want to need still two years later without having that big safety net. Yeah. And, you, and you have, hang on, and you have an amazing business and you're connected to source and you're changing hundreds of people's well, lives. I'm doing what I want to do. And that's the big yeah. thing. I'm doing something that I truly love doing. I know this practice changes people's lives and it already has changed people's lives all over the world, as you know. And there's so much satisfaction in that, that I'm doing exactly what I want to do every day and it's helping people and it's inspiring to people. And it's just a great way to live life. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think once you, once you've been through boot camp and one, if you do the practice daily, you get to a stage where you do, you know, meditation eyes open, like pumping gas and being grateful and just being generally super happy in that moment is a very powerful yeah. meditation. Uh, you know, the whole part, point of meditation is to connect with source. Yeah. And you learn to connect the practice of Taya, especially you learn to be connected to source all day, every day through yeah. appreciation and gratitude and just, it just, just being happy in the moment. Yeah. Walking through the supermarket, shopping for food, saying hello and making eye contact and appreciating everything around me. That's source connection. That's as good yeah. as any meditation that anyone sitting out on a you know, mountainside in solitude is doing. Yeah. I'm just yeah. connected. And I'm actually connected in such a way that I can not only tolerate, but enjoy my fellow humans. I saw a post I shared not long ago from Jim Carrey, the, the actor. Yeah. He's talking because he's really spiritual now. But the post was talking about how he just wants to be away from people. Mm, the more mm. spiritual I get, the more I want to be away from other humans. Well, how spiritual are you really connected? You know, there's like a whole other layer that he's got to get to. Yeah. And I appreciate him for where he is. And I love the fact that he shares his stuff. And I think it's very positive and uplifting. And there aren't many Hollywood actors, especially ones as successful as him, really sharing the stuff that he shares. And I love yeah. that he's afraid and he'll share that stuff. Yeah, he's gone way down the rabbit hole. But I, I, I look at him and think, gosh, you know, the whole point of this is not to go be by yourself somewhere and just be connected to the energetic realm. We exist there eternally. Yeah. So we are here on planet Earth to have a human experience. And yeah. obviously it is our desire as a human being to cluster with other human beings yeah. and, and, and have connection and, and, and understand the world from a higher perspective so other people aren't bothering you so much. Yeah. I don't, I don't have people come into my experience, my sphere of reality very often that bother me at all. 
Yeah. I don't have negative interactions. And if I do, I know that I manifest it for my own negative vibe. Whoa, how do I manifest that? I need to clean up my vibe. I yeah. totally, I, I cause this interaction whenever that yeah. happens. And it happens very rarely. Yeah. Because you're responsible for your energy. Right. And I see no. these posts on Facebook and these people going all down their spiral over politics, especially the United States right now. Ooh. Wow. You're giving a whole lot of power to yeah. something that does not have to have any power over your life whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you look back, I look back on how my life was two years ago, three years ago. I, I used to meditate religiously an hour a day and then come out and be angry all day. Like, it's, that's, that's as stupid as going to the gym and then having a three Big Macs when you walk out. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the point of, of meditation, the point of connection, and, and I'm starting to understand now, heaven on earth is having a connection to your own personal source energy during your day-to-day. That is heaven on earth indeed. Yeah. And, and, and it, that's what we're here for. And it wants to connect with you. Source wants to connect with you. Yeah, you just I thought, you know, to- they, they say we are always, you know, the stream is source and, and the stream says we are always flowing. We're the Wi-Fi connection that never ends. You drown it out with your fear and your negative thoughts and your self-doubt, your self-loathing, yeah. your worrying, your stress, <clears throat> all the stuff that you don't even need. Because if you let go and allow, the universe will take care of your every read. It will. Absolutely. Can you imagine if we spent as much time worrying about our signal to source as we do of the signal on our mobile phones or our Wi-Fi signal? <laughs> it's true. You know, like that, 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 that's the connection we should, be, we should be improving. That's the connection we should be looking for 5G for. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, so, and, I, and I know how to get there. And once you start working your way there more often, like you were saying, it becomes habitual. And yeah. suddenly that connection is really easy to make. Yeah. And you feel it. You actually feel it physically. Oh, I physically feel it. I physically feel that just amazing feeling of joy wash over yeah. me anytime yeah. I have that connection going. And I know that source. Yeah. So the other thing that I've noticed too, getting deep into this practice, is that when I am down my spiral, I manifest the negative evidence of being down the spiral very quickly, very quickly. Yes. If I don't do anything about it, that evidence will mount very, very quickly. And yeah. That's a gift from the universe to show me, hey, there's a warning sign. You're not where you want to be right now. You're yeah. not up your spiral. You're down. Here's a negative thing. You're not going to pay attention to that. We're going to send you something else and something else and something else. A couple of weekends ago, I went a whole weekend being like that, yeah. knowing I was like that and kind of just being lazy with it. And instead of doing some real <laughs> vibrational work, I was just sort of being until I got in my car and I didn't set an intention for a safe and stress-free drive like I almost always do. And I pull out of my neighborhood into a green light and a car SUV is running the red light, slams on its brakes, goes sideways and stops about five feet from my driver. Oh. I'm like, okay, universe, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. I need to get my act together. And I pulled over and I sat and I meditated and I appreciated. I cleared. I felt better. And the rest yeah. of the was fine. I never had another manifestation like that. But I had ignored so many little warning signs. Until here we go, we're going to send you a big one that you can't ignore. Yeah, yeah. and, and then, you know, of course, the next step is you get the full blown car hitting you, and you're in the hospital, yeah. or worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're a very powerful manifester, right? And so the responsibility that comes with that is manifest good stuff, right? Yeah, I you know the agreement that I've made is that I'm going to keep myself up my spiral most of the time so that I can channel source for the benefit of other people. I've made that agreement. So now, if I don't do that. I get evidence very quickly that I'm not living up to my agreement. And, and, it, and again, it's not the universe 
saying, this is what we're going to do to you. It really is me doing it to myself by by being too lazy to go up the spiral in that example and just staying down there for, you know, a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful. It was stupid and awful that I allowed myself to do it. But, you know, every once in a while you need to do that just to remember, oh, yeah, that's what it's like down there. And, and that's I was living down there and I don't want to be down there. I want to be up here all the time in this joy, this clarity, this abundance, this knowing that the universe is always going to pamper me, this serendipitous moment after serendipitous moment. That's where I want to be. Not yeah. down or almost, you know, crashing yeah. into it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, two things. First of all, everyone, if you're listening to this, the next time you get in the car, the next time you get on the bike, the next time you get on your scooter, set an intention, say to yourself out loud, out loud, I want a smooth and stress-free commute. Like that just fundamentally changes how you are in traffic. And, you know, I, I yeah, well, that, that I, works yeah. on every topic. Traffic is a yeah. good one though, because when you set, when you're up your spiral and you set that intention, traffic will behave differently around you. hundred percent. Hundred percent. You see how powerful you really are. Yeah. You're now controlling traffic. You're controlling the behavior of other people. Yeah. And that works on every topic because yeah. when you start looking for the best in everything and not the worst, yeah. you start seeing and experiencing the best. In how easy is it to get parking? <laughs> yeah. 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 I have a friend. Mm-hmm. We go. You know, there's kind of a little area where all the clubs and stuff are here in Palm Springs, and we go all the time. And I drive right into the middle of it, knowing I'm going to get the parking space I want right in the middle of it. He always parks like a mile away. And, and guess what happens? You get the parking space. I always get the parking space. And he never does because he's always like, I'm just going to park out here. There's never any spaces. I'm like, well, you can get a space if you think you can. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for leaving the space for me. Yeah. Keep parking I, out there. Get, uh, I always call it princess parking, but uh, somebody <laughs> like to stay parking. I didn't know exactly what that meant. Okay. Yeah. If anybody knows yeah. what that means. I know who Doris Day is. She's an actress, but I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not sure of that either. Yeah. Um, and and look, the, the other thing is, we still have. There are still shitty moments in your life. Like my life is more chaotic and more crazy than it was two years ago. But I'm in a much better way to. to I'm in a much better space yeah, to yeah, handle it doesn't, it. it doesn't. You don't solve polarity with the practice of Taya. Yeah. Polarity is always there. It's always going to take us up and down the spiral. So we're always going to have a mix of positive and negative. What you do is you do have less negative in your life because you're not fearing it. So you're not, you're, because of the fear, we're not, the lack of the fear, we're not manifesting based on fear, <clears throat> but we're still going to go down our spiral and we're still going to manifest some negative things, but we can embrace all of that understanding that those negative things are our manifestation that are intended to be the launch pad of our next new creation, which is our expansion. So yeah. negative serves. We're never going to outrun negative. We're never going to outrun polarity as long as we're physically manifested. It's yeah. the purpose though. And once you get that, you view your obstacles very differently and it doesn't, you know, you're not stressed anymore. I don't, I don't have obstacles. I'm not worried about it. I know that I will be able to solve all of them. hundred percent. And you're like, okay, this has happened. All right. Let me just take this in. Let me just center. Let me just work out what it is. Let me calm down. Let me get back to neutral. Let me get back up. How are we going to deal with this? Okay. This is how we're going to do it. You know, and it's that, it's that, it's, it's that, the, the, the stuff still hurts, but it hurts for a much shorter period of time and you appreciate the pain, you know, uh, and that, that's a completely different mindset to, to yeah, doing well, that. Into the pain is, you know, I, I came up with that term, you know, just a few months ago when I was going through this mm. really nasty situation where I was sort of infatuated with somebody that I met 
mm. really negative relationship, you know, whatever you want to call it. And it was, it was just a really bad time and it didn't last for very long, thankfully. But I knew when I was in the depths of all of that, mm. that that was going to serve me somehow. I just didn't know how. Yeah. yeah. And, and look at it now. Yeah. Well, this week I just wrote a, a letter of gratitude text mm-hmm. gratitude to this, this person saying, Hey, you know, I know our friendship started off Rocky. I, I know that, you know, I can give you a lot of hell sometimes. I really want you to know how much I appreciate mm-hmm. what you have done for me because meeting that person, even though the relationship didn't develop the way I thought I wanted it to now in hindsight, I realized that would have been a disaster between this person and yeah. myself. Definitely. And he introduced me to all of these people that are becoming my friends now, including the person I am in a relationship with that is wonderful. So I would have never met the person that I'm with now. I would have never met all, all of these friends that I have probably and have the, 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 the social life developing for myself here that I wanted very much to manifest had I not met this one person. Exactly. Yeah. Of all of it. Yeah. yeah. I, what, a, what a gift. Yeah, what a gift that person was for me. Mm. And he's still a friend. Mm. You know? and, and as a friend, he's fine. He's just the kind of person you don't want to be in any kind of romantic relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> but friendship is great. Great yeah. fun guy as a friend, for sure. Yeah, so it all worked out just perfectly. And, and, yeah. and I really, you know, now looking back, I'm like, wow, that was such a learning moment that I manifested for myself, you know, to go through this, to, to be in this, this kind of depth of pain for a minute get through it, let it serve me. And it did. And it would have been very easy in that situation because a lot of times you get into these romantic situations, you get into somebody, they shift, you know, and change on you. And what ends up happening? You know, they start hating each other. Oh, that awful person is terrible, blah, 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 blah. And and they never talk to each other again. Well, if I had done that, I wouldn't have continued on and made all these friends. Yeah, you exactly. I, I took responsibility for my participation in our friendship and, and took responsibility for my behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, neither one of us are perfect here. You know, you're doing shit that drives me nuts. Obviously, I'm doing things that are driving you nuts. You know, we need to knock it off and just be friends. And, and when we did that, everything got better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, thankfully, he was up for that. Yeah, yeah. There are a whole Which lot of people that aren't up for that. They would just be like, screw you, go away. And that's that. And, and he wasn't yeah. like that. But, but you, you left him the space to, to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, which is a very helpful thing for sure. So we're going through these obstacles. We're going through these problems. Understand that it does all serve us. And and if we keep a level head, higher perspective about it, and don't react out of fear, it's so easy to do that. And those are a couple of questions I always ask myself. Am I acting out of fear? Yeah. If I remove fear from the equation, there's my clarity right there. What would I do this? What would I do without fear? Yeah. If I yeah. take that out, that's such clarity. And the second question I always ask myself, is this worth me going down my spiral about? Yeah. Almost every time it's no. Yeah. You know, I, I think I told you, you know, I had somebody that I was, you know, that was really negative about something in business and mm. like, no, it's not worth me going down my spiral about. I'm not engaging yeah. about that. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Not worth yeah. me. Going it, don't down give it energy. About. Don't give it the I'm energy. I'm not giving it any energy. It's just going to work itself out. Yeah. hundred percent. It will. hundred percent. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's why when you, when you get into the habit of, of doing the, the tire practice every day, of meditating with intention every day, and of, and of trying to be in a, in a grateful, appreciative, meditative state during the day, 
all this stuff starts to become a lot more, one, it becomes second nature, and two, you start to consciously create your days. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, you know, think about it. That's what a happy life is, is happy day after happy day after happy day after happy day. Yeah. And I have manifested for myself a happy life. I was just telling somebody that since I've started this business, I really haven't taken a vacation. Yeah, you might need to. I'm like, I haven't noticed it because I have a life that I don't need to take a vacation from. Yeah. 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 I go to pool parties. I go out and have fun at night. I go to dinners and I hang out with yeah. friends. You know, every day of my life is like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I do want to go on yeah. vacation just to, to, you know, change the scenery and things like that. But I just haven't really thought about it because yeah. I've manifested a life for myself that is really a lot of fun. Yeah. Relaxing. Yeah. Dude, if, if you want to travel, manifest international clients. That's what I did. I do have international clients, but you of my whole business is online. So yeah. you know what I want to do is I, I want to start doing workshops Yeah, and, yeah. and doing the live workshops all over the world will definitely yeah. facilitate travel. So that's my, yeah. uh, my intention is, is that to come see yeah. all of you that listen to the show yeah. in person. That'd be awesome. Live workshops where you can come and interact with the stream in person. And, you know, there's nothing more satisfying to me than channeling face to face. You know, the times that we've done that, mm. you the video of where we've done that. It's just, it's so next level. It's so amazing yeah. to be yeah. in the presence of the stream. It's so yeah. amazing for me to interact face to face with people who are asking questions. It's just the energy is so high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's wonderful to have this technology, but proximity is always preferable. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's nice that we can do this and we accomplish a lot with the stream on yeah. such as this, but definitely, you know, being in person and, and I can't wait to get, you know, a room full or, a, you know, just, just full of people that are all there with a collective intention to yeah. our vibration, to have a great experience with the stream, to ask all the right questions and just have all of this amazing information flow from them. I can't yeah. wait for that. I, I've experienced that a little bit. And every time I do, it's just off the charts. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just got a big jolt there, man. That, that, that would be a fantastic experience. That yeah. will be. I, I know it that will. Is I know, it, I know that we're manifesting that, so I know it. Will. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else before we wrap up that you want to say about your Taya experience? Look, just that you know, start to create routines. You know, I, I remember a couple of years. Well, how do you do it? And how do you do this? And how do you do that? The, the a do the boot camp, right? The boot camp gives you the tools you need to change your life, and it does it in a compressed eight or twelve week way. I, I know you've just redone it. I, I had a look at it recently. We can always dip back in, which is wonderful. Um, I went back in and did module five uh, about six weeks ago. That was really powerful. Helps me kind of frame where I want things to go for the end of the year. Um, and then just start setting habits. You know, your life and your 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 brain works really well with habits. So I, I set a daily meditation habit. I, I set a habit of, of the way I, I, I react to things, I'm very conscious of my emotional reaction to things. And it's in that, that day-to-day is where the power comes, comes from. Um, so look, you know, anyone out there who's listening and who's wondering, get the free ebook if you, if you don't have it. That's super powerful. There's some great stuff in there. Read David's book. I was talking to my partner um, last night. She was saying, how'd you get into this again? And it was like, funnily enough, I was flying up to see her and just as the plane taxied back, there was an ad in Instagram for your book. And I remember downloading the book as the plane taxied, you know, that the phone should have been off. And, um, and I read the book on, on Kindle um, on the flight up. And it was just like, wow, this is really interesting. Like, there's something here that I want to explore, that I want to 
that I want to delve deeper into. Um, and I, I started to realize that the, there are no accidents. It wasn't by accident that I found this. It's not by accident that you're listening to this podcast. It's not by accident that we're having this, this conversation. The, 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 the energy that you're putting out is drawing you to this message and it's drawing you to this message because you're ready for it. Um, and, and once I understood that, I became a lot more purposeful in, in my practice. How it can change your life, what it's all about. So go check that out. It's at thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA. And you can see all about everybody that's gone through Taya Bootcamp, some testimonials. You can kind of get the basics of what Taya is. You can get the ebook. And you can book your discovery call. Start making these big changes in your life because it's, it's a, a very next level way of running your life. And it's not a religion. There's no judgment. There's no rules. No one's being worshipped. It is tapping into the very simple universal laws, learning how to do it in our modern lives, which is very important because universal law is what it is. But we have lives today that are very complex. We have minds that are overstimulated. We've got to develop tools to get back to the basics of universal law and understand how to manifest with intention because we're manifesting everything all day, every day. It's yeah. manifested intentionally. And I uh, thank you all so much for listening. And if you have questions about the podcast or suggestions, or you just want to email me about something, you can always reach me at david at streamofdavid.com. Thank you all so much. Namaste. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.